0: What's going on everybody? Welcome to another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews, exclusively here as always on the Casa D18 Studios channel. I, of course, am your host, the Renegade J.J. Williams, and today we stick around Gotham City, but we're not going to be paying attention to the Batman. No, no, no. Today we're going to take a look at this version of the Joker from 2019. Starring Joaquin Phoenix, Robert De Niro, Zazie Beetz, Francis Conroy, Brett Cullen, Carrie Louise Putrello, and Douglas Hodge. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining me here once again for another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews. And like I said during the introduction, today we're going to take a look at this version of the Joker. And what I mean by that is that this version, the Joaquin Phoenix version is not tied to the existing DCEU. It's not tied to the Nolan verse or the Burton Schumacher verse. this is just a standalone film that may or may not be having a sequel coming in the next couple of years because there are talks about it but this is a standalone and it is just one version of Of the Joker's origin. So let's get into it here. Shall we? Now as our movie opens. Party clown. And aspiring stand-up comedian. Arthur Fleck. Lives with his mother. Penny. In Gotham City. Which is rife with crime and unemployment. As we all know. From the numerous Batman films. Now Arthur suffers from a neurological disorder. That causes him to laugh inappropriate times, and he depends on social services for his medications and therapy. Now, after being attacked by delinquents, Arthur's co-worker, Randall, gives him a gun for self-defense. Arthur pursues a relationship with his neighbor, single mother, Sophie Dummond, and invites her to his upcoming stand-up routine at a nightclub. And while entertaining at a children's hospital, Arthur's gun falls out of his pocket. Arthur is fired when Randall lies to their manager that the gun was Arthur's, when in reality, it was Randall's. On the subway, still in his clown makeup, Arthur is beaten by three drunk businessmen. He shoots two of them dead in self-defense and then murders the third as he attempts to flee. The murders are condemned by billionaire mayoral candidate Thomas Wayne, who calls those envious of more successful people clowns. Demonstrations against Gotham's rich begin with protesters donning clown masks in Arthur's image. Funding cuts shut down the social service program, leaving Arthur without his therapy and medication. Sophie attends Arthur's stand up routine, which goes pretty poorly. He laughs uncontrollably, and his jokes just fall flat. Arthur then intercepts a letter from Penny to Thomas Wayne. Alleging that Arthur is Thomas' illegitimate son, and Arthur berates his mother for hiding the truth. Arthur then goes to Wayne Manor, where he meets Thomas's young son, Bruce, but he flees after a scuffle with the family butler, Alfred Pennyworth. Following a visit from two police detectives investigating the train murders, Penny suffers a stroke and becomes hospitalized, while Arthur's idol, talk show host Murray Franklin, mocks Arthur by showing clips from his stand-up routine on his show. Arthur then sneaks into a private movie theater and confronts Thomas Wayne, who tells him that Penny is delusional and not his biological mother. In denial, Arthur goes to visit Arkham State Hospital and steals Penny's file, which states that she adopted Arthur while working as a housekeeper for the Waynes in the 50s. Penny then raised Arthur along with her then abusive boyfriend, who was later arrested and died in jail, while Penny ended up being sent to Arkham State Hospital although Penny claims that the adoption papers were forged in order to cover up the fact that Arthur is Thomas's illegitimate child. It is implied to have been a lie fabricated in an unsuccessful attempt to blackmail Thomas into paying child support. Distraught, Arthur returns home and enters Sophie's apartment unannounced. Frightened, Sophie asks him to leave and tells him that their relationship is just a figment of Arthur's delusions. The following day, Arthur murders Penny at the hospital. And then Arthur is invited to appear on Murray's show due to the popularity that his stand-up routine clips have been getting He is visited by his ex-colleagues Gary and Randall and then murders Randall out of revenge but spares Gary because he always treated him well in the past. The two detectives find Arthur now wearing a colorful suit and face paint and pursue him onto a train filled with clown protesters. One detective accidentally shoots a protester, and the rioters attack them as Arthur escapes. Before the show goes live, Arthur asks Murray to introduce him as Joker, a reference to Murray's mockery. Arthur waltzes out onto the stage to applause, but the mood changes when he tells morbid jokes, confesses to the train murders and rants about how society abandons the downtrodden and the mentally ill, and then he berates Murray for mocking him. When Murray criticizes him and threatens to call the police, Arthur shoots him in the head, and Arthur is arrested for murder as riots begin to break out across Gotham. One of the rioters corners the Wayne family in an alley and murders Thomas and his wife, Martha, but sparing Bruce. Rioters in an ambulance crash into the police car that is carrying Arthur, freeing him. So Arthur stands atop the car and dances to the cheers of the crowd and smears blood on his face in the form of a smile. Our film ends at Arkham State Hospital, where Arthur laughs to himself about a joke and tells his psychiatrist that she would not understand it. He seemingly escapes from his psychotherapy session, leaving behind a trail of bloodied footprints as he runs away from an orderly. This is a damn good interpretation and origin story for the Joker. I would love to believe that this is the definitive Joker origin, but I know it's not. I wish that this Joker could end up down the road coming into what is going to be Robert Pattinson's Batman movie. I wish this Joker could, down the road, end up appearing in what is going to be Robert Pattinson's Batman movie. Now, I know that movie is already being done and shot and edited, whatever. But if it's hot enough to get sequels, I would love to see Joaquin's Joker against Pattinson's Batman. Because I feel like the age differential is there where it could be that Pattinson's Bruce Wayne, you know, the Bruce Wayne in this grew up to be Pattinson's Batman. I feel like there's enough of an age differential there where it would be believable. Granted, I haven't seen anything of Pattinson's Batman other than the little trailer stuff that we see. But I think that this is a really good joker. Is it Nicholson, Ledger, Romero, Hamill, even Leto? No, of course not. But like I said when we were discussing the Dark Knight a few days ago with the West Coast professor Jeff Meacham and the stat boy Mark and the Stat boy Mike Caldwell. The Joker is whatever you want him to be. This was a damn good movie, though. And I completely see why Joaquin Phoenix got the Oscar for it. This was solid. There wasn't any filler. It was a coherent story. His mental illnesses and his breakdowns and the turning point on the subway where he killed for the first time and At that point, he basically became the Joker to his obsession with Sophie and Murray all the way down to the murder of Thomas and Martha at the end of the film being a result of the protesters and the rioters who have kind of rallied behind Arthur Because, and this is the one thing I don't care for about this film, but they made Arthur a sympathetic person. They made you sympathize with the Joker because of his rant on the talk show and how people walk by him every day on the street and no one pays him any attention. But then all of a sudden he commits these murders and all of a sudden people seem to care about him. But you didn't care when I was struggling. You didn't care when I needed help. You didn't care when I've been suffering for all of these years within the city and these streets. But let me do something wrong. And now all of a sudden you care. Very, very sympathetic. And I don't want the Joker to be sympathetic. I want the Joker to be psychotic and maniacal and just do because the Joker wants to do. That was my only problem with this film, is they made the Joker a sympathetic character. And it's with that being said, that when I go to my star rating for this, four and a half out of five stars. If the Joker had not been sympathetic, If he had just been the Joker for Joker's sake, similar to Ledger's Joker, but with the drama and the backstory, I think this might have been a five-star film. But they went there and they made you care about Arthur and they made you sympathize with everything that that guy has gone through. To the point where when he then turns into the Joker and starts killing, you understood why he was doing it. And I feel that took away from the mystique of the Joker. What do you guys think out there? Let me know. If you're watching the premiere, leave your thoughts and comments over here. If you're watching On Demand later in the day, leave your thoughts and comments down here. Whatever you do, though, when you get out there on social media, Let's try to get those hashtags trending. Hashtag Casa D18 Studios, hashtag Renegades Reviews, hashtag Renegade Returns, and of course the ever-popular hashtag shenanigans. Merchandising. Merchandising? What's that? Merchandising. Come, I'll show you. Merchandising, merchandising, where the real money's made. Make sure you guys tune in tomorrow. Right back here on the Casa D18 Studios channel for another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews when we enter and begin the DCEU and we're going to take a look at the films via timeline, chronology, order, and we're going to begin with Wonder Woman. You're not going to want to miss out tomorrow right back here on the Casa D18 Studios channel. Right back here on another brand new Renegade's Reviews, where we begin the DCEU, and we talk about Gal Gadot's turn as Wonder Woman. To all my loyal fans and viewers out there, tuning in today, watching the premiere, leaving your thoughts and comments over here, thank you very much, I appreciate each and every one of you. Likewise, all my loyal fans and viewers out there, tune in a little bit later in the day, join me on demand, leaving your thoughts and comments down here. Thank you very much. I greatly appreciate each and every one of you. I appreciate all my loyal fans and viewers out there that tune in on a regular basis, watching the shows, trying to show me that love, that support, get my viewership hours up so I can eventually be monetized and start making a little bit of money on these shows. Thank you all for tuning in and joining me today, and I will see you guys next time.